Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one-on-one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So if you're interested in finding more about that, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interests, or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all about curriculum. What is it, the difference between the syllabus versus curriculum, in my opinion, how to create your own so you don't have to spend a heap of money buying one, how to keep your team on top of it and how to stay up to date and fresh with it. So it doesn't take you long to refresh it each and every year to keep your students and your attention up as well. So if you're interested in learning more about that, stay tuned to today's episode. So curriculum, it's a big topic and something that people ask us about um, quite a lot in our masterclass with my coaching clients and on our Facebook and socials. So today we're going to be touching uh, about this and talking about this and joining me is the lovely Mariah. Hi. And this is something again that we have developed over many years of owning our studios. So um, when I first started, it was just me. So it's very easy just to kind of keep track of my own notes. But as we have grown to three, four, five, 10, 22, I think now yeah. teachers, if this, if we didn't have this in place, I just think there would be just a bit of a schmozzle really mm. across the studio. Well, there'd be no sort of um, – Not streamlined. No streamlined. There would be no kind of group focused. There'd cohesion. Be no cohesion. Nothing for me also when I check in to be like, like, oh, why are you doing this? Mm. Because like, well, because I want to. There's yeah. nothing they need to be doing. Yeah. So it really does create – good talking points for me and the team as well as um, students who are across any and all of our locations that there is consistency across um, that. Now obviously there is individuality as well from how our teachers interpret it and do it and that's what we want but at the end of the day we want to make sure that um, all of our students at all of our locations no matter the teacher are hitting certain standards and requirements. Mm -hmm. So what is curriculum? Basically, it is, well, from us, it's an overview of the genre uh, and the content that we want them to hit. So we have um, all of our stored on Google Documents uh, in sort of templates and um, tables, and we have it broken down into the genre, the age group, and then dot points. So ours is not super in-depth, 
because again, we really, really value the creativity of our teaching team. Um, but it is something that we have that is very clear outline. So when either myself or Nicola, my studio manager or Mariah is doing site visits that we can kind of pull that up and see, okay, what have they done? What are they working towards? Is this in keeping with what we're meant to be doing at this point of the year? Mm-hmm. What, would you have anything to say about that? No, no we covered that. Perfect. Yeah. And this is something as well that um, now is in Nicola, my studio manager's domain, it's something she sort of updates throughout the year uh, and make sure is again, correct for the new year, but it's something that we check on I guess mm-hmm. even weekly or monthly to see how everyone's going. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between the syllabus or a syllabus and the curriculum from our perspective is a curriculum from us is sort of like a general overview of the dance styles and content and, and the specific things we want them to do, where the syllabus is exact steps potentially leading towards an exam or something and affiliated often with an outside source. So mm-hmm. for us, Um, We are affiliated with the Australian Teachers of Dancing. So our syllabus, thankfully now, is all digital, but that has specific music, videos, exact steps and things that we need to prepare our students for who enter the exams. Yeah. Where the curriculum is more generic, allowing more for creativity and individual input from our team. Yeah, like we – for the curriculum, like we even have one for – um, like lyrical and contemporary and it's 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 skill it's skill based like mm. what skills should they be doing in term one or term two or blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. yeah so that's a bit of an overview mm-hmm. of how we do it how do you create one now there is ones out there that you can buy and purchase and go for that if, if you have the budget that's amazing but for so often for some people um they don't have the budget or again they even if they have the budget they haven't found one that they're really happy with and they, they have to spend a heap of time tweaking it anyway so in my opinion it's like we'll create your own mm. then you can either get your team to help you create it as well depending on their areas of expertise or if you're more an all-rounder yourself at least you can kind of set these kind of benchmarks of what you expect your team Uh, to be doing in their classes so how to create one again at sort of the very basic level it's a table we have we break ours down per term because we run um, in Australia four terms a year but you could break it down into your seasons or um, even you know 10 week blocks however you want to run it Mm -hmm. and then from there there is just set things that we expect them to do at a minimum yeah we sort of at a minimum, they expect we expect them to do this. And if they get all through that content, they can even op- go up to the next level. So we just have that, again, in a Google Doc so that can be shared virtually um, yeah. and it can be updated easily. No one has, like, outdated copies by accident mm-hmm. um, and we can kind of track that. Yeah. So that's how we create it. Yes, that obviously sounds very simple. It is very time-consuming, um, but we create that to ensure that our team um, – have something to then build their weekly lessons around. We currently, other than our petites or other than our tiny um, classes, we don't have weekly lesson plans for our teachers. We let them do that. Um, but I know people who do and that works really great. And I'm, I'm not against it. It's just we haven't had to need to do it. Uh, but that would be sort of the next step, I guess, for us, that we would have the overall curriculum and then we would create a specific lesson plans and kind of booklet them together. So... I would really encourage you guys to create it digitally because it is, um, again, easiest way to store it, to update it, to refresh it, easiest way to share. People, you know, in or out, yeah. et cetera. They can prepare at home as needed. 
and that's um, how we I would recommend creating one. Mm-hmm. Pick a level, uh, have a look at sort of how many levels you have within your studio in that genre and then try and scale it from there, I would say. So, mm-hmm. you know, have a look at your beginners versus your you know, advanced seniors and then kind of scale the tricks and skills that they need to do within each level. Yeah. Yeah. It's And from a teacher's perspective, it's very, very helpful, like just having that little bit of a structure and then like what you can work towards and like if you get through all of the term one content, you can move on to, you know, the next um, terms content and things like that. It's just like sort of like a, a tick off sort of system and then you know that they've done that, you know that they're, they're good at that and I think that helps um, like planning with, with lesson plans too because sometimes as a teacher you can get stuck um, with a like little mind block and you're like, oh, have I taught that or did mm. I do that? And then having that there um, for you and created ticking off is um, a really good reminder and very helpful um, to plan your lessons, yeah. Mm. And the next thing I wanted to touch on was how to keep your team on top of it. Again, the smaller team you have it, it's probably you know easy to check in with them one-on-one, but for me, I don't actually get to see everyone every week or even sometimes every month. Mm. It just depends. So my top tips for keeping your team on top of it is to one, have it prepared and share with them at the first meeting for the year. So you can kind of go over it, get them to ask any questions, make sure that they're on board, they understand what sort of what your intention or the purpose is behind it uh, and what the goal of it is. And then what we do, again, we have um, a Google copy of it that is the entirety of the studio so it has every genre every class blah, 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 all in one document and then what we do is we actually copy the relevant content for that particular teacher only onto their own document yeah and so one it allows the teacher to kind of make edits and things without um affecting the hard copy well our the original the original yeah. not the other <laughs> um it also allows us to kind of track it like we ask our teachers to kind of you know highlight it as necessary make notes and also we want their feedback so if something's not in the right order potentially or they just felt that you know they moved way too quickly through the content or maybe there was too much content that we can have that feedback um as we then it's it's, it's all in one place I guess essentially to be able to Uh, refresh it for the following year and then again when we are doing our team check-ins and we are sort of popping in on classes we can kind of open up that particular teacher's uh, their their own curriculum that we have created for them and sort of see if they're on track because obviously again if you're there for five ten minutes or even a whole class it's not necessarily a reflection of what they've done last week or what they have planned for the month ahead so that's a really um, great way for us to be able to kind of keep that on track and then we share also those links in all of the places that all of our team hang out so on in our Facebook group on our messenger group um that's about it that's it (laughs) 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 Uh, we've got yeah we might refer to it if we send out an email which we do sometimes yeah true we do email um and my last point I want to touch on today was like how to keep it fresh so you know how do we keep that uh, up to date and something that the kids don't get bored by. But so essentially for us, again, we don't have those weekly lessons. So the curriculum is innately fresh because there's always someone potentially teaching a different class or a different level or uh, a different group of kids. So um, it is being updated and changed. And at the end of the day, dance is such a beautiful and has such a rich like history and tradition that so, so many of the things that we teach each week are things that we would have taught 20, 30 years ago. Now, again, it 
you know, modernizes and changes and new things are added. Absolutely. And you can add that and update as you see fit. But at the end of the day, like every, you know, eight or nine year old is going to learn a retiree turn or a single mm. retiree turn or like, you know, a forward jetty. Like there's just things that they're going to do. So that's why I find the curriculum concept so valuable versus specific, specific lesson plans. I do think that there's a lot of merit to lesson plans um, if you're, you know, wanting to have that sort of extra level of control or even um, you know, provide just more content for your teaching team if you're not, um, you know, if they don't do it themselves and you want to make sure they have something prepared. But I think that would probably take a little bit more auditing to make sure that is up to date and fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So that is a little bit of an overview from us all about curriculum. Now we are in April, our next masterclass is all about curriculum and lesson planning. So if this is something that you've wanted to do in your studio and you want the step-by-step, like we gave a bunch of info today, but in our masterclass, I'll literally show you examples, give you templates um, and help you create your own curriculum for your studio, at least sort of get the ball rolling. You're probably not going to be able to do it all in 60 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But get you the ball going, show you real life examples and templates and things. So if that is something that you're interested in joining us um, and learning more about, that masterclass is on April the 4th, all about curriculum and lesson planning. And you can find more info about that or join us by heading to assembledancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. And again, you can buy that as a one-off live or a recorded option or you can join our monthly masterclass membership so you get a discounted uh membership to all of the monthly masterclasses. Hey guys, it's Mariah here. I just wanted to quickly interrupt Claire. Um, We had a little bit of a change of plan in our schedule for our masterclasses and our April masterclass is going to now be on Monday, the 3rd of April. Um, So no longer the 4th, it will be Monday, the 3rd of April. So thank you so much for joining me today, Mariah. Thank you. And thank you for listening, everyone. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now.